1: for complete terms.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty: Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics Cain Velasquez salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Good morning, you got the big show on the radio. Hey, hosses and hossettes, that's your old pal Gary Busey. And I'm not working a lot over a Busey Nissan or Working the fryer over at Burgers or calling Gaylord Sartan at 2 in the morning to sing body holly tunes. I'm listening to my favorite fellow head injury patients, John Boyd every morning on the big show. Uh-oh. Man, when was
3: the last time I had hand?
2: It is Thursday, May 27th. And we got the whole big show crew in the area. I see myself. Reflection <laughs> from the glass with Andy is behind. Hello, Andrew. <laughs> and my Podge, Billy. Tater on the widescreen. And I see Jackie got my back. She's acting like she's not paying attention, like she's talking on the phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. The phone's going to be hot here. We'll get you ready for outburst here in a little bit. Let's say uh, it's National Cellophane Tape Day. Uh, as we know, it's invisible tape, mm. basically. That's what that is. So, Tape something up. And uh, I guess that's the kind of Miss America's tapes they use. You know, when they use tape so their parts don't move. You think it's invisible tape? Sure, I don't know it wouldn't what brand be.
4: it is? But yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I doubt
2: it'd be duct tape. That would yeah. show up. No, no. no. Right. We no. got a duct tape underneath the cup. You know, that works well. Yeah. I found out
5: for smaller sizes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it <laughs> would be weird. Okay. It just doesn't
5: end up looking right when it's uh, when it takes more than two two pieces of so, duct tape. So I guess
2: uh, do they do that like with the bathing suits or with gowns and everything the way they have to yeah, fit snugly pro- and tape them up, you know? Yeah,
5: I'm sure yeah. they have a, a a new special fusion tape that's like you know double sided and won't break out their skin. Maybe there's know? a
4: special kind of flex tape. Maybe we'll see a commercial. <laughs>
5: <one>. <laughs> I remember hearing about in the old days they would actually they would do tape and hairspray.
4: Ah, do that.
2: It's not going to take a lot of hairspray.
5: Well, it was a hairspray to keep the bathing suit bottoms from riding up when they were walking oh, out. Okay.
2: That'd be pretty cool to take a Miss America on while you fishing off a screen door. <laughs> that, is that the flex stuff I'm thinking about? Yeah, flex seal? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the flax seal. Flex seal.
5: <laughs> no, oh, see, right, then you'd no. be back in the whole gorilla glue lady
2: thing <laughs> yeah, and it right, just wouldn't God. work out well. All right. Hey, well, here's something I know about. Great popsicles. It's National Great Popsicle Day. Ta-da. But did not – I bet y'all didn't know this, how it started. All right. It was San Francisco, 1905. An 11-year-old Frank Epperson was outside on his porch mixing water with a uh, flavoring to make soda. Mm-hmm. So he went inside, left it there on the porch with a stirring stick still in it, mm-hmm. and that night the temperature reached a record low in the next morning. He found that his drink had frozen to the stick. Ah. So, 1905. So, years later, 1922, Eberson introduced his treat at a fireman's ball, where it was a huge success. Then in 1923, he made and sold his frozen treat on a stick at an amusement park. And then he applied for a patent in 1924 for his frozen confectionery. He called it Epsicle (laughs) because his name was Epperson. Ah. Epsicle. And his
4: pop said, that's not going to work. I got a better idea.
2: (laughs) Epsicle Ice Pop. He then renamed it Popsicle. So how about
4: that, man? Way to go, Frank.
2: Good work. All right. That was interesting. Okay, uh, we got our three days in history saved up that we're going to be using on Outbursts, and we got our first prize pack. Yeah, we'll get out and tell you all about it. All right, that's a plan. Wake up, Big Show's on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, Big Shows on the radio. First prize pack today, a hat, t-shirt, a tumbler, and a $25 gas card from Law Tigers. Law Tigers, motorcycle lawyers who ride, representing injured riders for over two decades. With Law Tigers, you never ride alone. They need to go to BigShow.com, click on the Law Tigers banner, and they'll tell you about all about the big contests and giveaways that's happening at Sturgis this year. All right, right there. Good stuff. All right, let's get you ready. Our three dates in history. It was May 27th, 1933. Walt Disney's Oscar-winning animated short, The Three Little Pigs, was first released. Don't
4: tell me what happens. I'm going to watch it this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to. Do you
2: remember that? Is that a famous one? Like because I really. Well, the care. story, of
4: course, is very famous, which yeah. is why Disney
2: picked it. I guess. Yeah. No. no, they picked it because it was in the public domain. That's when they picked. That's it. That's true. The Three yeah, Little yeah. Pigs story. All, had of, to the, be all of the big Disney hits oh, yeah. are public domain. Cinderella, movies Snow stories. White, all those
4: characters. Oh, okay. And,
2: and in most cases, the original versions were much darker. Like Snow White, much right. darker. Uh-huh. I mean, even the Wizard of Oz was a was a. Um, a book first and was completely different than what the movie version became. About that. Now Walt didn't have anything to do with the Wizard of Oz. No, Vice no. no, just, no you know, just just down
6: the darker path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So yeah. Walt was a little tight. He didn't want to pay for the stores. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Worked out for him. Yeah, genius. Mm-hmm. All right.
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Move up to 1981 when Kansas City's Amos Otis sent a slow trickler down the third baseline. Seattle's comic infielder, Lenny Randall dropped all fours, and blew the ball foul. The plate umpire wouldn't have it and awarded Otis an infield hit. Well, that wasn't right.
4: And that is also, by the way, the two weirdest sentences I've heard on the show so far today. (laughs) What? (laughs) A slow trickler down the third baseline and the comic infielder dropped to all fours and blew the
2: ball foul.
3: What
4: the heck?
2: I don't remember the three little pigs, Walt Disney, but I remember seeing this. Uh, I've seen this before. Good work, guys. I liked it. And finally, it was on this date in 1995. John Boy, me was thrown from a bucking bull named Widowmaker. Mm -hmm. Actually, a little confession. I told Randy to make the name a little scarier because his real name was Barney. Mm. I love
3: you. You love me.
2: It was a big rodeo in Charlotte. And uh, it was, yeah, going into Memorial Day weekend. It was race weekend. Mm -hmm. And we had a bunch of the race guys. We all went out to the rodeo and, I said, yeah, I'll ride a bull. He said, oh, it'll be great, man. It's just like a
4: real tame. You'll
3: just get out and walk over. I
4: guarantee you this bull is like one step away from the – he's leaving here and going to the glue factory. Don't
3: worry. It wasn't (laughs) the case. And sure enough,
7: wow, he came right (laughs) out of the gate. I'm there
4: walking up and looked at him. You know, they're the cowboys. They'll see what
2: bull we're riding. Uh He had tennis balls on his horns. Mm -hmm. If this bull is so tame, why he got tennis balls on his horns? He said, well, Casey comes back at you, but don't worry.
4: Mm. Yeah, he likes to play tennis. What's the big <laughs> deal? <laughs> I remember when you sat down on his back, I remember he made this weird sound. Like... <laughs> 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 yeah. These are the, which surely, you should have foretold, I'm getting this right, right. oh, all
2: yeah. I'm glad we had a fast yeah. photographer. Goes oh, and the go. last thing
6: you said before head. they
2: opened the gate, you said,
6: I'm a bucking cowboy.
2: <laughs> I said, no, you're a bucking idiot.
6: Oh,
4: uh, yeah, man, that lasted about uh, two and a half seconds. Something it like was that. two bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You're one of the few people in the rodeo business who has his entire career... Photograph because I only had time for to take like three shots. That's right.
2: <laughs> Good. All right. My first and last ride,
4: 1995. You know, I want to say, was that the same weekend that Christopher Reeve got paralyzed at the yes. horse show? Uh, yes. They happened almost exactly the same time. And but, we found out about yeah, that. Yeah, we found out about it later. Yeah. Yeah, the same. Yeah.
2: Wow. Wow. Oh boy! Took Superman out. Well, Mm. maybe that's why. If you remember Billy, Mm. after he rode the (laughs) bucking thing, Mm. Uh he laid out of work for like four days (laughs) because he said.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
6: i was gonna get
2: something out of it
6: so i, I actually no, believed him that time felt yeah. sorry for him oh. and went by his house on my way home to take him lunch <laughs> go by his house yeah.
2: he's in the backyard throwing the frisbee for the dog <laughs>
3: what
2: are you doing <laughs> and he literally turned and put
6: his hand on his back oh, oh, oh. Oh.
3: Oh. <laughs> idiot
2: all right here a little bit of this, uh, Let's relive that call I made. I was taking it out on our agent Murray as well. So, about that. All right. Well, anyway, well, there's our three dates in history as a category 1 800 Big Shows You Told Free Line. Let's play out, We'll do it next. <inaudible> on the radio and our video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers using industrial robots in sports. We didn't have like social media when I rode the bull or that would be our video today, but we got, <laughs> we got a robot doing some cool sports <laughs> at thebigshow.com. All right, are we ready to play? Let's get out there and
4: Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun when you're playing. Have a hurry up and guest time. You'll have the
2: best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Mike from Yatesville, Georgia.
3: We'll have a big showtime.
2: Yeah. Good morning, Mike. Hey, you doing, John Hey, we all good, man. Welcome in here. All right, Mikey, it's good. Get through these categories, buddy. Let's get Mm -hmm. you this big old prize pack. You ready? I'm ready. In five seconds, we need three Disney movies. Ready, go.
8: Snow White, Toy Story. How about Cinderella?
2: That's a good one. All right, Mike, now. Three baseball rules. Ready, go.
8: Uh, There's...
4: Uh-oh.
2: Four
8: balls,
2: you walk. Uh-oh. Three strikes, you're out. Oh, no, 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 the
4: ball. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes oh, yeah, we yeah. got it. All right, yes. We uh-huh. think we got it. Uh,
2: <laughs> Someone's yelling at Oh, it was Randy was yelling at it back. Good <laughs> work. All right. Evan, Mike out. All right, Mike, four to win. Three animals you can ride. Ready to go?
9: Elephant, <laughs> a horse, and a bull. And
2: it is, Mike from Winning the Law Tigers prize pack. We'll get down to you there, Mike. Hey, that's awesome.
8: Uh, Can I give uh, a shout out? Yes, you can. My electrician I've known for years, old Barry. Barry, what's up, man? And then, (laughs) hey, uh, well, Barry, Barry was wanting me to ask you if there's any way we could get together with y'all and old Hoyt and with Delbert Uh and that uh, we could use our country voices. And uh <laughs> I told Barry, I said, Well I go ahead I go ahead and tell him my country voice and, and it is uh you know you can never be wrong if you're always right. All right? <laughs>
10: <laughs> Mike has gone off script.
8: I don't know. He's mostly ad living right, right no,
10: now. No, 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 yeah, no. Barry,
4: somewhere going. He's messing it up. Man. Boy, and Delbert, Mike, and Barry using the
2: country voice. We could sit
8: around y'all and drink a beer
2: too. You know what i mean, I think you've done that without here. us.
3: <laughs> I can uh, never be wrong if I'm always <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> you ought to have that put on a T-shirt. Right, no, I like the little ending. Is is subtle. It settled. All right, uh, Mike, one more time. Do it again.
8: You can never be wrong if you're always right. That
2: right? That right. See? That's, a, that's a good. Good, Mike. Keep workshopping, buddy. You'll be with <laughs> Hoyton. All right, man. All right, man. All right, I, I appreciate y'all, all man. All man right. prayer
8: for the country. We need one every I day. You so got
2: done. it, buddy. All right. Hang on for Jackie. Uh, use your country voice. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news Right on the other side, our time capsule This May 27th, all right, here it arises. hang on
0: is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export.
2: Right now, everybody, cover your hearts. It's time to welcome Cupid back in the studio. Cupid, good to see you again.
10: Yeah, nice to be seen. Wow, you, you really seem down, not your usual sparkling personality. Yeah, there's a reason for that, my rotund bucolic cod swallop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in time out. What? Cupid in time out. So how does that work? Oh, wow, well, there's been a lot of complaints back at home office. Mars and Venus, a.k.a. mum and Dad, put me on a bit of a sabbatical. In fact, I even took my bow. I feel naked. Wow, I imagine only wearing a diaper doesn't help. <laughs> oh, oh! Look who's the funny lad! Kick a bloke when he's down. You must be an Alabama fan. <laughs> well, what on earth have you done that would warrant taking your bow away? Well, it's been coming for a while now, you know. Being cupid is like any other high-profile job. Sounds glamorous, you know? Flit about, flinging the odd arrow into random backsides. <laughs> a veritable pompetus of love, if you will. <laughs>
3: yeah.
10: But it's like any other job. You do it long enough and you start to get bored. You start looking for ways to cut corners, take shortcuts, slack off. Oh, me, look who I'm telling. Oh, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're even for the diaper insult earlier in the convo. fair enough. See, now, the goal of Cupid is to find soulmates and get them together. Long story short, lately, I haven't been doing my due diligence on the old love match. And when that happens... It tends to end badly. Well, uh, can you give us an example? Yeah, a bloody high-profile example at that. Brad and Angelina. Oh, oh what happened? Oh, I don't know, mate. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to me, it looked perfect, you know. They were both on the mentally deranged side. You know? <laughs> both had their own impressive bank accounts. Oh. Both had a penchant for collecting things. Oh, what did they collect? <laughs> Did you ever see that mixed bag of international offspring? <laughs> bloody if they'd stayed together long enough, they'd have probably had one from each country, like a human Noah's bloody arm. Well, you're all right. It sounds like a match made in heaven. What went wrong? I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> have had great luck in the past with Hollywood romances, you know, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, mm. Mel Brooks and Anne Bancroft. Mm. George Clooney and his mirror. <laughs> but this all goes back to the due diligence thing. See, it seems that Brad doesn't care all that much for personal hygiene. And Angelina has an acute olfactory sense. Love might conquer all, but it don't conquer bloody stink, lad. Oh, uh, how did you miss that one? The truth is, I like to take, honestly,
6: I like to take a nip
10: of brandy time to time. <laughs> <laughs> And I just popped the cork on this lovely bottle of Cavossier L'Esprit, and half a bottle later, Brangelina were bowed up and going at it at Ed Begley Jr.'s hot tub. Wow.
2: So liquor
10: was to blame. Ooh, wouldn't be the first time, mate. It got so bad, Mum and Dad wanted me to go to rehab, and I said, no,
3: no. <laughs> so,
10: uh, so who's doing your job while you're sitting in the corner? Oh, they found some bloody nebbish with no experience to take the wheel for a fortnight and- Doesn't look much like Cupid, truthfully. More like the Grim Reaper, scrawny. Sunken cheeks, dead eyes, black eyes like a doll's eyes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No personality, and I mean no personality. And the creepiest thing about him is that hat with the stupid propeller. (laughs) What, (laughs) astro-nerd? No, it's true, I tell you. No, his name is Astro-nerd. Oh, well, that would explain the telescope. He should be carrying a scythe. For all your brilliant, wordy-word elite listening, that's a sickle. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks for taking some of your vacation time to stop by. We'll come back and see you soon. we Will do. Um, question. Can you spare Miss Potato for a half a mile? I have a matter of pressing urgency I need her help with. Wow, sure, what do you need? That spicy bean burrito went right through me, mate. I need a diet change. change. Uh, Tater, oh. you're up. Yes, you'll need the handy wipes. I think oh, the salsa no. was bad. Ta-ta, y'all.
0: John Boy and Billy. There's a lot of love in this room. We love you. And we hope you love us.
2: Morning Radio, done right. <laughs> Good Thursday morning, Big Show's on the radio.
10: It is time... For Oliver, well, 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 after a very long year, the big girls decided enough was enough. They wanted to venture out, be part of the world again, do something exciting. And considering up till now the most exciting thing to happen to them was getting up off the toilet unassisted, (laughs) it probably wouldn't take much. But they were ready to go for it, brother. They wanted to go on a cruise. Let me preach on it. Now, this endeavor was simple on its face. A lively week aboard a majestic ship with all the comforts of home and luxury to spare. But logistically, it was a nightmare. If you've ever been on a cruise, you know that it's pretty close quarters for even normal-sized people so we had to find a cruise line that could accommodate them. Lo and behold, we found one called Leviathan Cruise Lines. (laughs) Leviathan caters almost exclusively to the adventurously rotund. While most cruise lines can accommodate literally thousands of guests, Leviathan keeps that number to a mere 200. The average room in a normal cruise ship is between 120 and 180 square feet. On Leviathan, that's the size of the bathroom. Wow. (laughs) The rooms themselves are the size of an average small plane hangar. The furniture is all reinforced with the same shock absorbers they use on the space shuttle. (laughs) The dining rooms are the size of a football field. It's like Noah's Ark with a buffet sounded like just the ticket. When we got to the departure gate, it was beefy peeps as far as the eye could see. The gangway to the boat was built from the same materials whaling ships used to unload blubber. Yeah. It was a steady stream of rascals straining against the incline. A few guests had to be unloaded with an industrial wench. You know what's sad about that? Listening to all the other fat people snicker under their breath about Tubby. (laughs) The nerve. Getting to the rooms was also a chore. You see, Leviathan uses a mathematical formula to make sure one side of the ship isn't heavier than the other. They don't want an uneven payload to result in a Poseidon adventure situation. Luckily, the gals were quartered in adjoining rooms. It was like having the top floor to the Holiday Inn, and it was still snug. (laughs) There weren't many activities on the ship because, damn. (laughs) What would they do? For them, aerobics is bending over to pick up a dropped donut. Karaoke? They're out of breath by the time they get to the stage. Dancing? See karaoke. They did have entertainment. They had a Ralphie May tribute artist called Ralphie Might. (laughs) They were all disappointed that it was just some skinny kid in a fat suit doing his act. There was a fat Cher impersonator called Extra Cher. It's the first time I ever thought Cher was hot. The headliner was Rosie O'Donnell, or as they called her, Slim. There's a first time for everything. It was all going quite well. The gals seemed to be quite content, but it wouldn't last. They were all sunning on the Lido deck, great slabs of (laughs) pale white beef, the flesh getting redder by the moment. Then the purser made an announcement, five words that would set in motion a disaster of historic proportions. Special surprise buffet now serving. (laughs) The sound was reminiscent of the great buffalo stampede in (laughs) Dances with Wolves. (laughs) Fleshy hooves oozing out of ill-fitting crocs. One-piece bathing suits pushed to their limits. Like big, swolled, land-bound piranhas zeroing in on a stray zebra, they jockeyed for position, (laughs) racing, For their holy grail, more free food. Maybe, just maybe, if they hadn't all been slathered in so much sunscreen, disaster could have been averted. But in their waddling rush, a few of the larger stragglers slipped on the marble floor and started to slide. Like chunky bowling balls, they toppled all the hulking human pins in their path. And the more that fell, the more they kept sliding like a rippling, dimpled tsunami. All heading for the aft railing. With the advancing tonnage, the good ship Leviathan started to list. The momentum was too much, and one by one, like laudy lemmings, they went over the side. They tried throwing them all life rings, but it was like trying to save an elephant with a handful of Cheerios. (laughs) Besides, they didn't need them. They all floated, but it wasn't over yet. The ship turned around to pick them up, but couldn't avoid them in time. Like a modern day Titanic, the hull was breached by the impact and the mighty Leviathan sank. To add insult to injury, the waves created by the toppling tubbies wiped out a chain of small island in the Maldives. And if you can believe it, it got even worse. Like the mariner's tale of the USS Indianapolis, a pod of great white sharks descended on the unsuspecting bathers. The water frothed with fresh blood. It was a horrible sight. Soon, they were all gone. The sharks, I mean, not the passengers. These folks were promised a buffet, and apparently shark sushi was just fine. The girls got home all sunburned and blistered, but profoundly happy. And me? Well, I'm making a bundle. Selling their peeled skin to a hot air balloon company. (laughs) Good morning, The Big Show's on the radio. I don't, I don't, I don't point it in the microphone, man, I know what I'm doing. What? Come on. Bloody hell. Hello! This is Ozzy Osbourne, and I hate bubbles. But I love John Boy, Billy, and the whole gang at The Big Show. What were we talking about? Man? Oh, yeah, rock and roll! <laughs>
2: This is a big show on the radio Thursday, May 27th. We found out early this morning, it was on this date, 1995, when I got thrown from a bucking bull in a rodeo in Charlotte, North Carolina. Told Randy his name was Widowmaker, but his real name was Barney.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, a mean Barney, you
2: yeah. <laughs> so, Talking about that, our 40-year anniversary this year, and the, looking back at all the fun we had, that was 95, all right, oh, 05. 15, 25, minus 4. 21 years no, ago today. Oh, Nobody help him. He, he's going to have to do this on his own. All right, 95. This is 2021. So, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. 05, 15. That's 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then 6. This is 21. 26 years ago.
7: Look at today. that. Jerry yeah. got it over. Didn't have
2: to take my shoes off. <laughs> All right, so 26 years ago Did today. Did you see Billy, he actually Billy, his look on his face when he said the right number, he was surprised himself. Right. right. I, you know? I got a mental block about math. But anyway, let's, let's not worry about what's going on in my brain. Let's talk about my brawn. Man, that picture, if y'all hadn't seen it lately, because I took it down to offices down at the tractor barn kitchen shed at Booker Branch. And there are seven world champion cowboys Watching me, the photographer got it. You know, we said it was very mm. quick. It was three shots, first buck, second buck, and me on the ground.
4: And weren't they looking kind of like the guys who were escorting Lee Harvey Oswald through the basement <laughs> of the yeah. police station?
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they were having severe gas <laughs> right, right, right. Oh,
4: no. I mean, we counted them up one time. It was like that.
2: Uh, yeah, seven of them. So, mm. and uh, yeah, so we had some fun, you know. Anything for show business. Mm-hmm. And then, but the cool thing about this whole anniversary thing in our Mm -hmm. archives, we Mm -hmm. can go back just a couple of days after that when I made the call to our agent Murray. All right. Mm -hmm. 26 years ago. All right. Roll that.
7: Hello, Brad Hot Talent Incorporated. Hi, is this Mr. Pesto? No, this is. Yeah. Hey, is this the Sweethearts of the Rodeo? <laughs> no, it's John Boy and Billy. Oh, the Sweat Hogs of the Rodeo. Oh, funny stuff, Seal. Yeah. Hey, tell me the truth. You had no idea, did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> in fact, that's why I'm calling. Yeah. Hey, you know my favorite part? What? The part where the clowns gathered around you. <laughs> you know, that's a really dangerous child. Those guys are great. The clowns didn't swarm all around me. No, 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 not in the ring at the concession stand before the ride. You would have run all over that guy with a little kid. You know, this rodeo stuff really is dangerous. All right, sales, so give somebody else a turn. Is Murray in? Hold on, I'll ask him. Right. Murray, it's Pecos boy and his crusty yet lovable sidekick Wishbone on two. What? Indians? Get rid of those Indians? Oh, oh, idiots. Get rid of those idiots. Oh, OK, wait. I'm sorry. Murray's out of the office right now. Hey. Knock it off, Seal. I know he's there. Now put him on the phone. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on, Pecos. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jimbo. Hey, Murray. Love ya. Mean it. Yeah. Hey, babe, I just want to say, the bull riding thing, yeah. you look like a real cowboy. Really? Unfortunately, it was the Doxodan Cowboy. (laughs) I'm glad you thought it
2: was so funny. I just want to warn you, Murray, this may have some legal ramifications.
7: Tell me about it. I just got a call from the Bulls attorney this morning. (laughs) Apparently, he had no idea what was coming either. Man, I'm serious. I could be killed out there,
2: Murr. 1,500 pounds of sweaty, snarling, snotty, foul-smelling,
7: angry meat. And then you got on the back of the bull and rode it into the ring. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about the bull. Man, don't tell me you didn't know what was going on in
2: here. This little stunt has you written all over it.
7: Jimbo. Are you suggesting that that I did this on purpose? Oh, Mayor, Do you think I would misrepresent the hazards of something and put you in imminent danger of bodily harm just for a cheap thrill and the possibility of some free publicity for the agency in the event of an unfortunate <laughs> incident in which you were permanently injured or, or, or possibly killed? Well. I don't know, would you? Of course I would. I'm your agent. That's my job. (laughs) Boy, they were right. You are easily duped. Who says I'm easily duped? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, nobody says that. Why would anybody say that? (laughs) Hey, listen, babe. I know you had a bad experience, but I wish you would keep an open mind on the bull riding thing. Ah. I think this could be big. I'm telling you, I know you fell off, you were almost (laughs) killed. Jimbo. Everybody falls off and almost gets killed the first time. Bull riding needs you. Murray, I almost broke my back. That's what I mean. Think of the excitement that would bring to each event. Hey, it's the old out of shape guy again. Wonder if he'll break his back this time? I'm telling you, babe, box office dynamite. Murray, I can barely walk. Okay, so you're a little sore. Big deal. Hey, suck it up and go, man. Come on, you're an American icon. Hey, we're real men. We're rough riding, tough as nails cowboys. We're... Hold on a
3: second. Theo,
7: right. could you come in here and pump up the lumbar support on my relaxer back chair? <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah, that's much better. Thanks, babe. Love you, mean it. Okay, I'm sorry, Jimbo. Where was I? Uh, rough riding, tough as nails, cowboys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> give us some thought. Five or six weeks from now, after you're able to walk straight again, yeah. I'm sure I'll be able to dupe you. I mean, uh, I'm sure we'll be able to to work out a mutually beneficial arrangement for all parties concerned.
2: Don't bet on
7: it. Now see, I've been your agent for ten years. You still don't trust me. Yeah. Jimbo, I live to make you look good. Yeah. If you don't look good, I don't look good. To paraphrase Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> Everything I do, I do for you. Yeah. To paraphrase Brian Adams and Sting. <laughs> Nothing is more important to me than the success of. Oh. Hold on, babe. Bigger name on the
3: other
7: one. <laughs> Bill, tell the dynamite lady I'll call her right back. Hey, uh, why are you talking to the dynamite lady? Oh, nothing. Just discussing a possible future joint appearance. I'm not going to get in a box with a woman and get blown up by a stick of dynamite. Of course not. Like she would get in the box with you. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Well, fake it. F- fake yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, we can feed you a couple of double bean burritos.
3: Thirty <laughs> minutes later, we
7: put you in the box... Same effect, no dynamite. Very funny,
3: <laughs> very funny. Oh,
7: you're just being modest. I've seen that one before. Believe me, you generate quite the impressive fireball even without the dynamite. Hey, listen, babe, I got to run here. Are you going to see Google later on? Yeah. Will you ask him when he's going to pay me that five bucks he owes me? He'll know what you mean. He may act like he doesn't, but believe me, he does. Yeah. And give my love to Bobby. That's Billy. Him too. And Jimbo. What? Call me. <laughs>
2: Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boyd Jeopardy. The winner gets a Liquid Performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit in the John Boyd Billet 5 Gallon Bucket. Liquid Performance, the world's highest quality fuel, synthetic gasoline, and diesel fuel additives. You click on the link at the BigShow.com, enter code JBB at checkout, get you 20% off. And right now, it is time for us to catch up with our old buddy James Gregory. I know James ain't hit the lottery yet because he's got a show Saturday, June 5th at the Peace Center in Greenville, South Carolina. Sunday, June 6th at the C.C. McRae City Auditorium. First appearance in Waycross, Georgia. And We got him on the line. Good morning, James. Well,
9: good morning. How is everybody doing?
2: We are doing real good. Man, here's one I'm of the first time, James, uh, your first ever show in Waycross, Georgia. How
9: about that? I've been... I've been all over Georgia for the past 35 years. I don't know why I've missed Waycross all this
3: time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take care of that, though. And James, <laughs> I started off a bus. You know, we talk about the lottery. You know, when, it, when your, your ship finally comes in, we will yeah, talk to you more. <laughs> But, James, and we've been talking about you the last couple of weeks. There's been some lottery stuff. You see where a guy lost a million-dollar ticket it fell out of his pocket in a parking lot in an auto parts store. He retraced his steps and found it. The million-dollar winning t- ticket was laying out in the parking lot of an auto parts store. And then recently, a lady, millions and millions. $26 million. $26 million. She washed her lottery ticket, didn't take it out of her pocket till she washed it. <laughs> and now she's trying to claim it. Can you believe
9: that? if I had the winning laundry
2: ticket in my pocket. Yeah, you wouldn't go to an auto parts store and you and you damn sure wouldn't do I, your
4: laundry.
9: I wouldn't
4: go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd ever change my pants again. I know.
9: <laughs> That's
2: just crazy. Yeah. So if you ever get that winning ticket, go straight and cash it in. Just don't fool around yeah. for us. So James, if you hit the lottery, will you do a couple maybe one more show, just a couple of farewell, farewell shows?
9: You know what I would do? I think that I would do a few shows, but I do it butt naked. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I, I,
9: I know. I know. I know everybody will want refunds, and I won't care. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh man! Oh. I just—I you know, never—I've never been on the network news, you know. Mm. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, but if I show up naked, I guarantee you, I'll be on the nightly news.
4: <laughs> yeah, so would walk out and go, "I want everybody's money back." <laughs>
3: That's right.
4: <laughs> and they won't call you crazy; they'll call you eccentric. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
9: That's right. But it won't really affect the audience unless they wear binoculars.
3: All <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay.
9: They, don't
2: worry, don't even worry about the front row. Right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. No they, will, they
9: will see a whole lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, man, well, yeah, You know I'm all over the place coming up this month. I'm in Kingsport, Tennessee on June the 11th. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. And, uh,
2: okay. Let me let, let me run through them, James. I said all right. Uh, Saturday, June 5th, Greenville, South Carolina. Sunday is at Waycross, Georgia show. June the 6th. Now, June the 11th, oh, the Marker 2 Grill in Kingsport, Tennessee. All right. Mm-hmm. In Kingsport. And then the day after that, June 12th, Cotton Eye Joe in Knoxville, Tennessee.
9: I'm excited about that. I've been to Knoxville many times, but I've never been to Cotton Eye Joe. They have farmers to bring me a lot of fried chicken. <laughs> that
2: sounds yes, like it. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and look, look through June, June 18th and 19th, Stand Up Live in Huntsville, Alabama. I know but, I know James, your shows are selling out too, man.
9: Yes, they are. All, most of them are fifty percent capacity. I'll mention something I'm gonna do in late July in uh July twenty third and twenty-fourth. I'm gonna be in Cottonwood, Alabama, at the Yellow Rose Theater in the ah. State. And that's right near that Florida line. <laughs> oh, by the way, John Bob, let me tell you something. I told you this before. About half the places I go, like if I'm in the lobby after the show, before the show, mm-hmm. And they'll say, "How can you bring John Boy and Billy?" I, say, I can't afford John Boy and Billy.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Their cars are paid for.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, that's neat, man, I know James. Man, your shows are going. You're knocking it out of the park, buddy. So, well,
9: I want I want you guys to know. I, I've been on that hour with you guys for probably 30, 35 years or something.
3: But mm-hmm. yes,
9: so almost every place I go. Uh, the audience, I mean, the ones that meet me after the show. Hmm. You know, more than half of those people at much as I go are always asking about John Bon Billy. Hmm. So, man. I want you to know that the audience and the public—they really love you, people. They really do. Well, man, that's and I awesome. love, love you too.
2: Well, we love you too, James. I tell you, we are intertwined over these years, man. You're the same, same deal. A lot of, a lot of our people asking about James, and uh, yeah, you got it going on, buddy. It's been a been a wonderful friendship over
9: the years, hasn't it, buddy? It was. I hope it lasts for another no twenty years. Let's do
2: it. <laughs> so, y'all find out when James is going to be near you. Go to his website, funniestman dot com, and some some great stuff on there too. I'll I'll click over there every once in a while just to watch you. Uh, do some do some stand-up on the website. And all ticket information, of course, is dot funniestman.com? I guarantee it's going to be the funniest
9: night of your life. I'm funnier than ever,
2: you know. <laughs> all right. And,
9: and I, and, and, and I, <laughs>
2: all right, buddy. We hope to see you soon, James. Thanks for checking in with us, my boy.
9: I appreciate it, Dad. Take care of yourself. All Bye, right.
2: Rick. You too, man. You too. James Gregory, funniestman.com. Well, let's play this John Boy Jeopardy game right here, boys. This is a review yesterday's question. We found out about they wanted to launch the Branson Bell showboat into a lake. It was Missouri's Table Rock Lake. They said, no, industrial grease will pollute the lake. So they came up with an idea with this food product to do the launch. They lubed it up with bananas. Yes, whole bananas, not right. just the peels like you <laughs> yeah. see on cartoons. All right. 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 So today's John Boy Jeopardy. Most of us look forward to this, but those who are afraid of it are called frigophobic.
4: What is a frigga? I don't
2: really know what that is. <laughs> but... I know. Mark also 1 800 Big Show, you told free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Big Show's on the radio. We're to you Thursday. And our video of the day brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. Using industrial robots in sports. Check it out. Bowling, baseball, football, kick a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out at BigShow.com. And right now, let's play.
4: Yes, live across America, it's the Unlawy Wow Wow, wow. And now, your host, the Thursday as Cowboy on the Range, <laughs> he is John Boy. Well, thank you there, Bill.
2: That's Bob nice.
4: Skaggs is a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I wasn't fully committed to my John Wayne. Yeah, I, I know now, yeah. Uh, Tim out of La Follette, Tennessee is first up. Good morning, Tim.
11: Hey, good morning, John Boy.
2: Good morning. All right, son, let's see what you got. Most of us look forward to this, but those who are afraid of it are called Uh I
11: think I'm going to change my answer. Uh, go with fear of crowds.
2: Fear of crowds. Mm. Show us a friggin' crowd. <laughs> oh, maybe that'd be part of it. Oh no. man, All that's right. agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. All right. Well, Tim, appreciate you playing, buddy. You have a great day. All uh, right, thank you. All right, man. Let's go to Christy in Johnson City, Tennessee. Good morning, Christy. Good morning,
8: John Boyle. Good
2: morning. All right, little hon. It is not a fear of crowds. Frigophobic, the fear of what?
3: Um,
7: Friday.
2: Is it fear of Friday?
3: Sunday, sir! Yes, it is. Mm-hmm.
2: should be Fridophobic, shouldn't it? <laughs> Well, just throw some G's or Frigga the 13th, I'm sure, is a really bad <laughs> yeah, thing. I think frida I think that's the fear of Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> yeah. Ain't got that either. All right, good doing Hey, Christy, the liquid performance, John Bowen, Billy Bucket, head up to Johnson City for you.
6: Thank you. All right. <laughs>
2: Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side, Captain Dave Marciano from Hard Merchandise from the show liquid, uh Liquid <laughs> Wicked <with> Tuna. <laughs> liquid Tuna sounds good. <laughs> Good morning. It's a big show on the radio, running through your Thursday morning. All right, his man been waiting on Captain Dave Marciano from Hard Merchandise from the Wicked Tuna Show, National Geographic. Captain Dave, welcome back to the big show. All right,
8: thanks for having
2: me again. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Captain. Good to have you, buddy. All right, man. Well, we are headed into Memorial Day weekend, and we wanted our listeners to know about a very special Wicked Tuna that happens this Sunday night, National Geographic, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 Central. And, Captain, I wanted you to tell us about how you're teaming up with the Wounded Warriors Project, which is a perfect thing to do here this Memorial Day weekend.
8: Oh, yeah. It was, um, it was a fantastic thing to be a part of. Um, you know, I have been doing work with the Wounded Warrior Project for quite a few years now. Yes, sir. And uh, last season, the network in Pilgrim Studios came up with the idea of, um, you know, possibly putting some of the guys and gals on each of the boats for a week while we film Wicked Tuna, which, of course, I supported and thought was a fantastic idea. Uh, So it was a really exciting thing to do, uh, not only for the veterans, uh, but I think for all of us captains and crews involved, uh, it was a really exciting experience.
2: I dare you what, Captain, Uh, I've had the uh, opportunity and the pleasure to uh, go fishing with many veterans out of uh, Riceville Beach, North Carolina. We talked to you last time when we were talking about the Outer Banks but we've done with a a lot of veterans organization and, and, and you nailed it right there. And the guys love it. Just let them get out in the ocean and just have some fun and take some stress-free fishing off and because the stress is all on you guys are getting the tuna or something like that. But, but just, uh you know, what it does for your heart and how it, and how it, how it does for you. You know, when you give back to this, it's a, it's a blessing like that that you really can't see coming. And, and you with working there for so long. I know you understand that very well.
8: Absolutely. No, that was why um, I've done so much with him in the past on my boat. Um, and I, you know, I kept wanting to do that more for that very same reason. It made me feel good. It made me feel like I was doing the right thing with the opportunities that were uh, given freely to me. So, It's a great way to give back a little bit, and it's not really stressful for us Uh, because, let's face it, that's what I do is take people fishing, and uh, it's really easy for me to do that. And to see how much that these guys and gals uh, enjoy and appreciate something so simple for me to provide as a fishing trip is really a great thing.
2: And that is that's a good point, Captain, because us watching the show, you know, we think y'all's lives are just all about that tuna quota, and you live for that. But, you know, you have jobs and you have lives like you have charter fishing out there, and uh, that's, uh, that's, that's real cool, real cool. And, and I understand, too, Captain, that uh, in addition, the generosity from the captains and donating your time at National Geographic is donating $30,000 in support to the Wounded Warriors Project besides, uh, besides this.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the big surprise that even surprised us. We didn't know about it you know, we were kind of finishing up, you know, the wrap-up scenes for that episode at the end of the week. And um, it was a really generous thing on the part of the network. And of course, all the captains agreed up front that we would donate, you know, the proceeds from the sales of our fish for the trips that these guys and gals were aboard uh, to the project. So all in all, it was a great thing. It was a great event to raise some funds for some truly special people. And and again, it just made myself and I'm sure all the other captains would agree, uh, something really good to be a part of.
2: That is neat. Well, we wanted our listeners to know about this, uh, Captain Dave, we appreciate you taking some time. Be sure to uh, set you DVR if you're not going to be around. That is this Sunday night on National Geographic, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 Central. You'll see uh, Captain Dave and the Wicked Tuna guys taking some of our veterans out on the ocean. Can't wait to see the show there, Captain.
8: All right, very good. Thank you very much for allowing me the time to get the word out.
2: Absolutely, buddy. Hope to talk to you again soon. You be careful out there. Anytime. Thank you. You as well. All right, man. Wicked Tuna, National Geographic, this Sunday night, 9 Eastern, 8 Central. (laughs) Good Thursday morning. It's a big show on the radio. All right. Hear that call coming in. Let's
11: get it. Good morning, big show. Well, good morning there, John Moore and Billy, and good morning to all our beloved friends out there in Radio Land. This airs the Reverend Billy Ray Collins from the Sword of Joshua Independent Full Gospel Pentecostal Assembly, just off State Road 23 on the Frontage Road. Well, friends, it's graduation time once again. I'd like to say a word or two, if I could, to all the young folks that just matriculated out of high school. I could spend a good hour telling y'all stuff you don't need to know, but Miss Jackie there says the big show likes what the comedy folks call a tight five. So, here goes nothing. Congratulations to the class of 2021. Y'all are moving into a big old complicated world. It's full of challenges. It's full of opportunities. And more often than not, it's full of horse hockey. Here's my ten-point exhortation to the younger generation. I like to call it 10 rules for life that'll save you a whole bunch of heartache. And even though a lot of won't believe most of them for another 20 <laughs> or 30 years, somebody ought to tell them to you anyway. <laughs> Number one all of your heroes are idiots. I don't care who your hero is, whether it's your favorite singer or your favorite TV actor or movie star or your favorite president. I mean, pretty near all the presidents have been idiots. Who in his right mind would spend $800 million trying to get a job that pays 400 grand a year? Point number two, everybody you know is an idiot. For the story on that one, look up everything that everybody you know has ever put up on the Facebook. (laughs) Point number three, you're an idiot. If you think, well, he ain't talking to me, you're exactly the one I'm talking to. Most people's biggest problem ain't the stuff they don't know. It's the stuff they do know that just ain't so. Uh Point number four, The first sign of maturity is the day you figure out the volume knob turns to the left. (laughs) Point number five, the second sign of maturity is the day you think, well, why in the world would I want to go big if I can just go home? (laughs) Point number six, taxation with representation ain't so hot either. You'll find out more about that when you start drawing a regular paycheck from somewhere. (laughs) Point number seven, the average feller wants the same thing from a woman that he wants from his underwear. A little bit of freedom and a little bit of support. (laughs) Point number eight, you're all going to hell. Now, that might sound a tad dark for an inspirational message, but I'm a preacher. What am I going to do, not tell you you're going to hell? That brings us to point number nine, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Or as youth pastor Ricky Dale Gilmore puts it, you can't learn it, you can't earn it, and if the Lord's got you back, the devil can't burn it. And finally, point number 10, the best piece of advice my daddy ever gave me, and here it is. Never miss a good chance to shut up, which is the exit line if I ever heard one. I'd like to close with a quick word of prayer, if I may. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all the folks listening in on the radio, the saints and the backsliders and the unsaved rock and roll dope heads alike. Look after this old dumb bunch of young'uns we're sending out in the world. They'll be running it pretty soon heal every heart that needs healing, thump every head that needs thumping, and bring us all unto yourself through your Son. In his name we pray, boogity, 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 (laughs) amen. (laughs) Our minds made up, but our doors wide open at the Sword of Joshua Independent Full Gospel Pentecostal Assembly, just off State Road 23, On on the Friday Road. road. This here is the Reverend Billy Ray Collins reminding you it's time to turn so you don't burn. (laughs) John Boy and Billy. Y'all have a bitch in (laughs) summer
3: and keep them straight (laughs) up,
11: Good morning. The
10: big show is on the radio. Hello, fellow good old boys. This is your old partner, Sven Giorgi Nertsen. All the way from over here in your Fjord, Norway. I'll tell you what, when you're stuck waxing the family yak, there's no better way to pass the time than listening to John, Boy, and Billy on that big show. I only wish the show was longer. That yak waxing takes a while, I think. <laughs>
2: It's a big show on the radio and a big Coca-Cola 600 Charlotte Motor Speedway Memorial Day race happening this Sunday. We can catch up with Doug Rice and his Performance Racing Network studios at the racetrack here in just a couple of minutes after a rainy weekend in Austin last weekend. And about A.J. Allmendinger finished fifth. We'll see A.J. if you had this restaurant. You can be having specials and sales right now. We're still pushing for this, right? So because we already have the jingle for it, so it's going to be great. Well, think about it, AJ. Hmm. Top five specials at AJ Almondingers. I'm pushing it. I'm pushing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it.
4: come down to AJ Almondingers. Burgers, fries, and chicken fingers. Come enjoy the taste born in the south. We'll load you up on fats and sugars. Everything else will taste like boogers once you've had some AJ in your mouth. With a name like AJ Allmendinger, this boy was born to open up a theme restaurant. He might be from California, but everything at AJ's place is high, wide, and southern fried. Pile it up and cram it in wash it down with a big pull off aj's bottomless gravy boat then catch the race on a tv almost as big as your rear end come for breakfast stay for dinner all you can eat all day long just 8.95 aj almond diggers original good time sports bar and all you can eat countryside board healthy probably not delicious you bet your fat ass it is. Come down to A.J. Almond Burgers, fries, and chicken fingers. Come enjoy the taste born in the South. We'll load you up on fats and sugars. Everything else will taste like boogers once you've had some A.J. in your mouth. A.J. Almond Diggers, where the only thing healthy is portions. <laughs> Good
2: morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to get in the winner's circle is the current events quiz. Take C, get a Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. Includes Mount Olive hat, T-shirt, stainless tumbler, and pickle juicers. The latest innovation from the corner of cucumber and vine. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Mount Olive Pickles banner. Making great products since 1926. It is time for On Track with Doug Rice. I'm back from Austin, Texas, here at home at Charlotte Motor Speedway getting ready for the big race this Sunday, Memorial Day weekend. Doug Rice. Good morning,
6: Doug. Good morning, everyone. So thrilled to be back here. You know, before they held the race, it's not that far, Austin, Texas, from San Antonio. So I took a day trip and drove down to San Antonio and spent a few hours walking around the Alamo. And you Mm. know what about that trip? What? I will never forget. What's that? The Alamo. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so
2: you remember the Alamo? I
3: do remember you will the remember. Alamo.
2: So, so they say I've never had a chance to be there. Though they say it's really, really smaller than you think.
4: It's not a big sprawling complex. And it's not out I, in the middle of nowhere, either. It's like right on the edge of town or something. Oh, right? no.
6: You you can walk literally across the street and be in the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Oh, wow. Right? wow. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what one has to do with the other. But it's cool. You get to see a piece of history. And, you know, the, no, there's not much of the original Alamo left. But I, mm, I right. thought if you're in that part of the world, you go and... You know, you go to the Alamo for a little bit. So it was, oh. it was really kind of cool, to be honest.
2: That's neat, man. Taking advantage of the first ever NASCAR race we had down there in Arkansas. Well,
6: I'm, I'm, I've been around so long, some people said, you were here, weren't you? <laughs> 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 I'm the guy that got away, yes. So, Doug, man, it looked, it looked rainy
2: <laughs> from where we were up here watching the race, man. Uh,
6: it was rainy there also, <laughs> on and off throughout the day for Cup Day, uh, It was bizarre because NASCAR came out and said, okay, you're going to start the race. We're calling the conditions damp. You can start the race on the wet weather tires. Uh And then immediately it looked like it was going to clear up and get dry. So everybody comes back in, puts on their slicks. Not everybody, but a lot of them did. And then then you had another round of changes. So right out of the box, like in the first four laps, there was just this great turnover because of all the teams dealing with running slick tires or rain tires. And then one point, as you well know, it the skies opened up oh. and it rained and they continued to race with these treaded wet weather tires. Uh, had two scary crashes. They looked mm. scary. Bubba Wallace and Kevin Harvick involved in one. And then the one that I think everybody has seen by now was Cole Custer and Martin Truex Jr. Fortunately, yeah. everybody okay. Some cars tore up, but they were all right. And when it was all over, NASCAR came out and said, Scott Miller said, we probably should have stopped this a little bit earlier. We mm. wanted to continue. It was The tires worked great. They did right, their right. job. The right. guys stayed on the racetrack. And that all worked well. The problem was the spray off the tires and the visibility issue that created the problems along the real, the back stretch, which is three quarters of a mile long. And when they're going that fast, they're kicking up a lot of water.
2: Man, I know. It's just crazy. How in the world I was just thinking you drive, you cannot see two feet in front of your car.
6: No, it was it was it was bizarre there for just a little bit and then then later on, of course, the race was rained short, and Chase Elliott wins. And I think what NASCAR decided, it had rained a lot during the day, and there were puddling going on. And to try and even dry that section of the track it was going to take a lot longer. They had already had the one issue when they red flagged the race for the crash mm. and tried to dry off the track. And I think I, I felt like that they made the right call by saying, "Okay, we're done. Uh, let's we we've ran enough laps here. We'll call this complete for the day." And it's, it's a little sad, guys, because I think if the race had been ran on a, on a really nice weather day, mm-hmm. the show that NASCAR was going to put on down there was going to be stunning. I just get that feeling from some little bit of racing that I got to see in not bad conditions. These cars would put on a heck of a show, and there was a huge crowd there. Right. Uh, I hope to get another shot at it. And- oh, I think I, if I had to wager, I'd think NASCAR will be back there next year. I don't think you do all of this and then just do one and done.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: And, uh, well, you called. You said, look out for Chase Elliott, and he got his first victory, even though it was rain short, and he got in a winner's circle. But he was he was in the mix all day long, and he had raced his way up to the front, passing some of the guys that were really doing well. So it's not like they decided to stay out and everybody else pitted. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was leading the race when the, that second round of rain hit, and they decided to pull the plug. And now, all of Hendrick has won. All four teams from Hendrick Motorsports Mm. have a victory this year. So, they're they're in really good shape. Good stuff. And all right, Doug, a weekend of activity
2: at our hometown track. We got the trucks racing tomorrow. Uh, We got the Xfinity boys on Saturday. And then at Memorial Day Sunday, 6 p.m., Charlotte Motor Speedway for the Cup boys.
6: And you know, the great thing is for anybody that's uh, tuned in today, uh, you can still get your tickets. You got to go online, charlemhutterspeedway.com. Uh, the governor of North Carolina has lifted all the restrictions for outdoor sporting events. No social distancing, no mask. Uh, come on. Come on as you are. Well, you know, clothes would be nice. But, uh, but, but show hey, up. Let's, you might be on to something. Hey, well, I could be. You know what? Most race fans I've seen clothes is a better option. <laughs> <Yeah. but. laughs> the and, and I put myself are, in that. The
4: people you want to leave them on, they always want to take them off, and it's the other way around. Yes, yeah.
6: to, to anyone who has ever been to a nude beach in their exactly. entire life. It's like a nude beach yes. or a nudist colony. Yeah, it is the most disappointing experience in the world. Do not go there. You know. oh, wow. Yeah, All just right. stay away. I don't know how we got over there <laughs> no, anyway. But, yeah. Picturing race fans naked. 62nd mm, yeah. uh, <laughs> running at the Coca-Cola 600. will be broadcasting that one. Look forward to it. Uh, always a big time, and I think I think for a lot of people that have been cooped up now for a year and a half, this mm-hmm. will be their opportunity to have a little bit of a coming-out party, and I'm as excited about that as I am the racing. By the way, when Chase Elliott won down at Coda, that was the 800th win for Chevrolet, wow. and it ties Hendrick Motorsports with Petty Enterprises for the most wins by an organization at two sixty eight. Wow, so that, yes. was big, that was a big that's a big day for chasing the gang.
2: That is really neat. And uh, Doug, I know a long race, the longest of the year. Who are you looking at this
6: weekend? You know I. I've, I've kind of shied away from the Penske guys. The 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 driver that I'm watching every week that just seems to always be in the mix for a win is Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. He he could have won Atlanta Motor Speedway going away. They kind of faded at the end, and Blaney caught him. Uh, he is every place we go. He's seemingly toward the front. I I think Kyle Larson is a really good pick here at the 600. But that extra. Hundred miles the cars are not going to break but sometimes teams make decisions there's bad pit mm-hmm. stops and there's mistakes usually the person usually the person leading at 500 miles doesn't always go mm-hmm. on to win this so mm-hmm. don't do a victory dance prematurely it's gonna be good all right yeah wide open looking forward to it doug Well you have a great weekend buddy you know, I get to sit up there and talk about race cars going around in circles. not a bad life. <laughs> yeah. You got it, man. Just keep your clothes on. Thank Everything you. will be fine. <laughs> uh, no, you, you
2: bet. All right, Doug. Thank you very much. You can follow Doug on Twitter at Riceman61. All right, then, Billy, let's play this current
4: events quiz. What are we dealing with? This just in Washington State fishing tournament disrupted by octopus incident.
2: All right, 1 800 Big Show, you told Freeline Across America. Take C, you will win. We play next.
6: <laughs> Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
2: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. Well, if you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code JBB for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code JBB only on
10: DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For an up-to-date list of states, Visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com
1: slash promos.
2: Big Show on the radio video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers, using industrial robots in sports. Yeah, finally, Randy was interested in seeing Buddy <laughs> bowl and hit a baseball, I kick like, a football. I, I like bowling because I understand <laughs> it. But I, I promise you, I will die not knowing what a first down is. <laughs> well, hurry up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God,
2: I mean, don't do it. Oh, no, okay, Check no, it okay. out at thebigshow.com. All right, Pimp Squad.
3: Ready? Ready. Okay. <laughs> come your head.
2: Closest as you'll come to having fun with cheerleaders right here, too, as well. As I was a cheerleader. <laughs> Let's say hey to Paul out of Forest City, North Carolina. Good morning, Paul.
8: Good morning, John, boy. How you
2: doing? <laughs> we all good, Paul. Welcome in here, buddy. All right. Remain relaxed to listen to Bidley and win this big old man out of Pickles prize pack.
4: Well, a woman at a fishing tournament in Washington State was hospitalized after being attacked by an octopus. When another fisherman reeled in the eight-armed interloper, contestant Jamie Basella picked it up and told a friend, take a shot of this for the picture contest. Then she stuck the fist-sized octopus to her face. Bad idea. (laughs) The eight-legged creature latched onto her chin with the razor-sharp beak that octopi use to open the fish and crabs that they feed on. Uh. Jamie bled profusely from her chin for several minutes after the octopus let go, but she actually waited two days before seeking medical attention because she wanted to finish the tournament. And By that time, her face was numb and quite swollen from the bite. Among the comments, A, the director of the tournament called it kind of a dumb thing to do. <laughs> B, a local fish and wildlife officer said don't play with an animal if you don't know anything about it. Or, C, the victim said, It's been a week and I still don't know how I want a picture contest. What do you think about that?
8: <laughs> What'd you got, Paul? I'll have to take C on that one.
2: There you go. That's a yo's hole. Mad Ollie Pickles prize pack heading over to Far City for you, Paul. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Bye, right, buddy. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Put us about 20 minutes away from the latest roundup of Dumb Crook News. Base you on the radio heading into Memorial Day weekend. Let's get our public service announcement right here.
1: Okay, Dwayne, uh, we're going to try it once more. Just remember now, introduce yourself and read what's on the paper in front of you. You got it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, fine. Dwayne Stop, Substance Abuse Awareness Campaign. This is take nine.
12: Oh, uh, right. Anytime you're ready.
1: We're ready, Dwayne. <sighs> Dwayne, go.
12: Oh, hi. This is Dwayne Stomp of Blacktooth. Kids, when you drink and drive.
1: No, Dwayne. No, no. Got, got. It's not when you drink and drive.
12: Oh, uh, right, right. Uh, let me do it again.
1: Yeah, good idea. Uh, This is Dwayne Stomp, PSA, take 10.
12: Hi, this is Dwayne Stomp. When I drink and drive, I'll...
1: Cut, Dwayne, cut, Dwayne. Dwayne, this spot is supposed to be against driving while intoxicated. What? Never mind. Uh, We'll do it one more time. And remember, say, don't do drugs. And if you must drink this holiday weekend, don't drive. You got it?
12: i told you i got it fine uh
1: dwayne stomp psa take
12: uh what is it 11. hey i'm dwayne stomp telling you if you do drugs this weekend don't drive
1: <laughs> wrong again dwayne it's don't do drugs don't do drugs
12: that's what i said Oh,
1: no, it's not not even close to what you said
12: you come in this booth i'll show you how close it was sherlock <laughs>
1: Let's drink this holiday weekend. Do not drive. Take 12.
12: This is Dwayne Stump. Weekends are for drunks. (laughs) Do drugs.
1: Okay, Dwayne, thank you
12: very much for coming in.
1: Uh, I think with a little editing, we've got something we can use.
12: Don't do drugs. And if you you must drink this (laughs) holiday weekend, (laughs) don't drive.
2: Good Thursday morning. Big Show's on the radio, May the 27th. About 20 minutes away from Tatertainment News. Yeah, right now. It's time for Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crook stories sent in from you, the Big Show listener from around the world. The address will follow this report. A West Newton, Pennsylvania man called police to report his SUV had been stolen. The vehicle was located in a wooded area where it had been set on fire. Police traced the VIN number back to the owner. As part of their investigation, they got a search warrant for his phone. Well, the top result in his recent Google searches... How to set your car on fire oh, and uh, make it look like an accident. Wow, hmm, this could be a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a very specific search. <laughs> He's charged with insurance fraud, filing a false police report, and being too dumb to clear his search
3: history. <laughs>
2: a Sandusky, Ohio woman who had had a few too many cocktails was driving home when she spotted flashing lights in her rearview mirror. Thinking she was in for a DUI, she pulled over to the side of the road and waited for the officer to approach the car. After a few minutes, the woman got out and noticed there was no police car behind her. She tried to pull off and head home, but her car was stuck in the mud on the shoulder of the road. Out of ideas, she called 911 for roadside assistance. Well, the officer who arrived a few minutes later says the flashing lights the drunk woman had pulled over for we're on the neon sign at a nearby skating rink. <laughs>
3: wow!
2: <laughs> and I don't think you should be driving. <laughs> a Hudson, New Jersey man was arrested for growing marijuana. The team who raided the house found a sophisticated operation that included outdoor motion detectors, a variety of weapons, and the most helpful piece of evidence of all: a homemade movie of the suspect's life on DVD. Mm. The disc contained a self-produced video biography that detailed the drug lord's entire career, from his days as a user in the 1960s to his rise as a kingpin of the New Jersey drug trade. The video included details on the best ways to smuggle contraband in from Mexico, as well as a discussion of how to... Properly launder money from drug sales. Wow, so it had (laughs) bonus
3: features. (laughs) 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 Uh,
2: Authorities say the DVD will be quite helpful when the suspect goes on trial. (laughs) Police in Benton, Illinois served an arrest warrant on a rooster. The police chief says his office got numerous complaints about a rooster harassing people in the area. Officers took the angry bird into custody after what's described as a brief scuffle, and locked it in a pen outside police headquarters. The foul-tempered bird was released to its owner after he agreed to find the rooster a new home in the country. I'm going to sue, I say, I'm going <laughs> to sue you for
3: everything you got. <laughs>
2: A man broke into a car outside an animal hospital in Salt Lake City, Utah, and stole several items. The technician at the hospital spotted the crime and chased the thief but he kept squirming away from her. The woman eventually grabbed the waistband of the man's boxer shorts and gave it a hard pull. Well, the atomic wedgie was just enough to disorient the suspect until police could arrest him. And then
4: she beat him over the nose with a rolled-up newspaper.
2: (laughs) Three pistol-packing teenagers accosted an elderly man on a street in Michigan City, Indiana. The group encircled the victim, pulled their guns, and began firing. Somehow, the trio completely missed their intended target, though two of the teens did manage to shoot each other. Oh, no. Both were hospitalized. Oh, okay. uh-huh. Like that. a postal employee from Virginia boarded an airline flight in Pennsylvania and told a passenger seated next to him not to worry about any trouble because he was an undercover federal sky marshal. Uh-huh. Well, this came quite a surprise to his seatmate, who really was an undercover federal (laughs) Sky Marshal. The postman was arrested and charged with impersonating a law enforcement officer. (laughs) And finally, a Fort Wayne, Indiana man reached speeds of 90 miles per hour while being pursued by police on drug charges. The chase ended when the suspect pulled uh, pulled into a Taco Bell parking lot. He told police he knew he'd be going away for a while, and he wanted to get one last burrito supreme before being arrested. He was right about the arrest, but he didn't get his burrito. You know
4: that run for the border? That's just like a slogan.
2: If you got dumb crook news, you can mail to Dumb Crook News, John Boy and Billy, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte N.C. 28219. Uh, email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio. Mm, I'll never forget <laughs> the first time I met John Boy and Billy. John Boy carrying Billy around, wrapped up in a little towel. Made <laughs> making sounds, kind of like a cat. <laughs> Weren't no bigger than a squirrel. John Boy wanted me to bury him out back under that rock. But he kept crawling out of that towel. After a while, I sort of let him go. He crawled off, Summers. John Boy, don't carry him around in a towel no more. Mm. Got a little basket for him.
3: Mm.
2: Little feller.
3: Little
4: feller. Mm.
2: Show's on the radio, rolling through you Thursday, right at the den, yeah, celebrating our 40th anniversary of John Boy Billy Limited Edition Anniversary T-shirts, yeah man, keeping Donnie Presley busy in the Big Show warehouse, get you some aware, we got the duh, hey big man, let me hold a dollar, love you mean it, yeah, check out the T-shirts, if they are in stock, they are on the website, click the Big Show store at thebigshow.com. The same place where you get the John Moore Village Late Risers podcast. Now over 1.5 million downloads here. We knocked that. We went past 1.5 by 41,000 last week. So, appreciate y'all taking advantage of the big show on the radio worldwide. Make sure you let you know military personnel, friends, and family around the world. They get their taste of home right there at thebigshow.com. And then... They miss. They don't want to miss. Entertainment news that's coming up in minutes as well.
3: Oh, that's I a big a backhanded selling. Point. Compliment. That's, that's a selling point right here.
5: I heard the tone. <laughs> you
2: uh-huh. look like you ready to go, baby. <laughs> then worry, worry. A lot of breathing you're going to be going on. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> wow, you're giving through. this Zoom call a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom in, big show rolls on. <laughs> Good morning, got a big show on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets a Liquid Performance Automotive Cleaning and Detailing Kit in that John Boy and Billy Bucket. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Liquid Performance banner. You'll get 20% off all products. Just enter code JBB at checkout. Hang on, we'll set you up to win in a second. But right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. And here's our girl, Marcy Tater, Moran.
5: Yeah, starting off with the story about Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's uh, getting back into acting, but he's going to be doing it all the way over in Italy. So he has faced a mountain of sexual assault allegations, as you know, since 2017, mm-hmm. and essentially he he can't find work in Hollywood because of it. Um, and he booked his first acting role since all these accusa- accusations came to light. And Let this me guess, was-
4: he's going to be the new Italian Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> fried chicken, too good for you.
5: <laughs> hey, what about it? Uh, he is set to star in an Italian film called The oh. Man Who Drew God. I'm not even going to try the Italian. Leo Dio, eh? it's a The Man Who Drew God. It didn't. Uh, the synopsis is about a it's about a blind artist who has the god given ability to draw portraits of people by just listening to their voice. Oh. And when they and when uh, those skyrockets of fame and he becomes a TV star, it's it's uh it's what it's about it, it's unclear what spacey it, what part he has in the
4: right. in the movie. Don't it's one of many mind. things about his life that's not really clear anymore. Yeah. So he <laughs> so he's, like he's, said he's never he's, went to trial or, or got locked up or anything. I think he's been accused and there may have been some trials but I don't know if I've heard a resolution right. on it okay. yet. Yeah.
5: Right. And and after this was released um, some of the accusers are very upset that he uh is in Italy, is it and he's getting ready to work.
10: Um. So. Well, if you're going to sue him
5: right? you might want money, to have some cash. You might <laughs> let him,
1: you know, please.
5: <laughs> Speaking of cash, uh, even a year with no money coming from touring, looks like Paul McCartney and you two are still doing pretty well financially. Uh, they have the top two slots on the uh, Sunday Times Rich List 2021 as mm. the wealthiest musicians in the mm. UK and Ireland. So McCartney has a net worth of $1.16. Billion dollars, um, which is a jump from last year by 29 million. And you two came in second with a combined fortune of 877 million. And they're up 52 million from last year. Man, you know, with uh, no touring and stuff. Mm. So Elton John came in fourth, Mick Jagger came in fifth, Keith Richards sixth. And guess who? Uh, guess who is ninth?
2: Bird girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Close. Ed Sheeran. Oh,
3: okay. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran uh, with
5: 311 million. Mm. And so the music stuff is getting ready to start back up. You can start seeing concerts and festivals again. And it looks like Billy Eilish and Stevie Nicks will be among the headliners at the 20th anniversary edition of the Austin Semi City Limits Music Festival.
3: All right.
5: Other people, uh, other acts you can see there Machine Gun Kelly, Black Pumas, Greta Van Fleet, lots of people I don't know that you know, Modest Mouse, yeah, anybody? anybody
2: we know, Future <laughs> Islands. I'm modest mouse.
6: I've heard of being on fleek. That's a, a, that one. You know what we
4: sound like? Our parents. I don't. <laughs> when we were there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Stevie. Back was in my once,
4: day, we didn't
5: have no
7: modest mice. <laughs> All
5: right. I thought you might have felt this way. So there's a, another uh, festival called Welcome to Rockville. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have Nine Inch Nails Disturbed and Leonard Skinnard. Joining right. Metallica right. at that one in November at Daytona International Speedway in Daytona. All right. uh, that'll have Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Rob Zombie. I'm looking for other names you might know.
3: Bird Girl. Yeah, that's it. That's about all I think you know. <laughs> okay.
5: So there's that one. And Aerosmith, their 50th anniversary concert uh, was supposed to be for early September. It's been pushed back to later September in 2022. So their fiftieth year was really 2019, uh, and then uh, this 2021 would be the new current uh, band members fiftieth year. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, got, I got two different fifties. Very. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to follow there. So, but uh, if you had tickets uh, from two years now, uh, they'll still honor those tickets for so this one in twenty. If you can
4: find two. <laughs> yeah,
5: it. if you can remember, you put yeah. up. Uh, let's see what else I got. Oh, Prince! Prince had a big shoe collection. Did you know that?
4: Did not know not that. Surprised though.
5: Yeah, he's a bit, you know, he was a little on the shorter side. So they said he had over 300 pairs of, uh, you know, designer heels and boots with heels, everything with kind of a lift. Oh, mm-hmm. so when know? you say
2: he was a big shoe collector, you mean big shoes. <laughs> tall well, big, tall shoes, shoes oh, Kind of no. big, tall
5: shoes. Yeah. So they're going to put those on uh, display uh, at Paisley Park. So it'll be kind of like They're probably look already there. Shoes. They just
4: get them out of the closet. Well,
5: they did. They said that he's somewhat of a hoarder. Yeah. Uh, he, he had uh, so much stuff that the, it's been in storage for 30 years. So hmm. he never threw out any outfit that he wore in public. So. I
4: want to see the heels that he was wearing when he played basketball against Eddie and Charlie Murphy. Remember that <laughs> on oh, uh, Chappelle, yeah. which is a totally true story from everything that I've read about. It. <laughs> yes. He did you not that, put on sweats He came out wearing the same thing he was wearing at the concert that night. Jimmy and Fallon said that him about him. And then cooked him pancakes. <laughs> yeah. And all of that is hundred percent true.
5: Yeah, Jimmy Fallon had stories like that that you know he was just, you know, he's a quiet guy, but uh-huh. very competitive, and he would challenge people to basketball, ping pong, whatever. He would, uh, he would get engaged with yeah. that. If they you were had playing
2: it. skins and blouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shirts, shirt. and, oh. Shirts. Yeah, yeah, Shirts yeah. and skins.
3: Yeah, like
5: that. Speaking <laughs> of basketball, Charles Barkley's still do, out there doing good. Uh, he has made a donation to his old high school. Um, the 58-year-old Alabama native gave back in a huge way. He gave, uh, during COVID-19, he gave laptops and Wi-Fi hotspots for students learning from home. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So
5: he did that. And on top of it, uh, he wrote a check of $1,000 to each employee in the school district to help out during the tough times.
2: That's me, man. I like old Chuck. He's He's all right. Mm
5: -hmm. He's been a good guy. Yeah, he's been giving to them over the years millions of dollars worth. And my last story, I don't know, but this was up on an auction block and it went for a lot of money. Mm. Albert Einstein's famous theory of special relativity, relativity mm. uh-huh. sold, for, uh, sold for, where is that? Uh, $1.2 million. Hmm.
2: So, that was just like his notes, stolen like on a napkin yeah, or something? Yeah, it was a notes
5: where he <laughs> yeah.
4: wrote out the. I don't think it was a napkin. <laughs> I don't think he was just sitting at the <laughs> bar when he came yeah.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah. It was like on a burger yeah. wrapper, I think, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little smudged, but they knew it was his. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so apparently there's only four of these. He shared it four times, mm. apparently, and uh, right. he's got one for a lot of cash.
2: Huh. All right.
5: Write your ideas down. It's a goobable. All
2: right. Well, thank you very much for that report, Tater. You're welcome. All right. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. All right. Continue your deep breathing exercises, Marcy. We're going to get our contestants, and we're going to have our Thursday showdown. All right. I'm excited. This is exciting. (laughs) Wordy Word, coming up next. The Big Show on the Radio rolling to you Thursday And a video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. We're using industrial robots in sports, and it's fun. Check it out to BigShow.com. Be taking a classic bid request off the wall coming up in minutes. Right now, let's do it. Well, everybody's heard
7: about the bird. A
2: wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet our contestants. We got John from Richlands, Virginia. Good morning, John. Good morning. And we got John from Clinton, Tennessee. Good morning, John.
4: Good
2: morning. Good morning. morning. All right, a couple of Johns. You'll be Virginia, John, and Tennessee, John, for this and you'll just were. be John Boy. So I'll be John. It won't be confusing Boyce. at all. We should Boyce. be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> we got it. All right. So Tennessee John's on Team Tater and Randy. Virginia John on the John Boy and Billa side. So Unless one, one of boys. you has always
4: wanted a nickname, this would be the perfect time to launch it. If You wanted to be Wild Man or something like that. <laughs> uh, let's concentrate on the words
2: at hand. I got too much going on in my mind already. Here. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at that word and I don't even know oh I saw can, you can we wait till one of the Johns gets off the
10: roller coaster? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right
2: are they ready okay so Virginia John, it's me and you for the first 30 seconds. Are you ready? Yes sir. All right start the clock now. you don't want to bring a wild animal inside you got to make sure they are what's the word for calming down a wild animal? Uh, time? Yes. Yeah, All right. Rhymes with it. We're playing a? Game. Yes. Rhymes with it. Don't you have no? Hmm. Uh, when you're embarrassed about something, you have what? Blank rhymes, on you. Rhymes with it. Oh, blank on you. Yeah, rhyming. Yeah. Oh, rhyming. Go. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. Thanks AirPods. We put a three on the board. All right, <laughs> then. Tennessee John. And Carolina Tater are ready for <laughs> their first round.
5: I just want to check with you real quick, John. you hear me okay?
7: Yeah, I hear
2: you. Okay. Right. Well, deal. here go. y'all go. Start Still
5: the, rhyming. S- start blank, the blank. clock now. <laughs> I didn't do it. Don't blank me. Blank. Yes. Uh, the, uh, 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 the fire is a what? What's coming up out of the fire? It rhymes with it. Uh, blank. Yes. Uh, What is your blank? What do we call you? What's your name? Yes. Ah. Uh, And when you cut down a tree, you're left with a what? You cut down a tree, you're left with a a little part of it left in the ground. It's called a what?
3: Does it rhyme? No.
5: Sorry. Oh, yeah, it doesn't rhyme. Good job, John. John got it. it.
2: Okay, so we got Stump at the buzzer. All right. I was just confused. All right, Right, right. Uh,
5: but, yeah, all right.
2: So, Tennessee, John takes a lead by one. It's four to three. And now Virginia,
4: John, and Billy. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. And go. If you do something dumb at school, they make you wear this kind of cap on your head. That. Yeah. There you go. Uh, let's see. This the Dustin Hoffman's first hit movie was... Uh, well, never mind. <laughs> uh, if you finish school, you're affi- on the last day of school. You officially do what? When you get your diploma, you have graduated. Yeah, there yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. right. All right. Uh, before that, uh, the junior senior dance is also called the what? Prom. Yeah. Yep. but uh, you might plow the field with this kind of equipment.
3: Oh,
2: there's a buzzer. All yeah. right. You put a three on a three, a total of six for Virginia, John. Might be a good time to remind Billy, maybe back off the movies a little bit. <laughs> I know. Really. Yeah, yeah,
10: yeah. <laughs> maybe not watch so much uh,
2: Netflix. Is <laughs> that the first thing I get to mind.
10: <laughs> All
2: right. So, John and Randy, you need two to tie and three will win. All right. John, are you ready? Yeah. Tennessee, John, and picking up on that last one, go. Farmers use these. They're made by John Deere.
6: Tractor. That's right. Why? All right, so this was the 50th state. Hawaii. No, it might be, but uh, the other one. <laughs> uh, Alaska. There you go. Tied up. All right, so, oh, you're so dirty, you need to go take a
2: bath. Yep. Well, um, um, yeah, oh, yeah, so you, you got it. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tennessee John, 7, Virginia John, 6. All right. Well, Virginia John, you can try again anytime, buddy. We appreciate you playing. All right, y'all. Have a good day. Just came up a little short there from Mrs. Robinson. All right, I'm sorry. Now it's in my head. It was graduate. Yeah,
3: you got it wrong.
2: All right. Hey, Tennessee John, your liquid performance prize back. Headed over to you for your victory. Congratulations. Ike to you, too. <laughs> Good morning. Got a big show on the radio. Got our classic bit request of the morning. Nancy Collins out of Kings Mountain, North Carolina. Nancy says, can we hear John Boy ordering the room service? So, so funny. All right, let's go back to that Daytona 500. There for you, Nancy, coming up next. <laughs> Morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic big Request. Big Show listener Nancy Collins out of Kings Mountain, North Carolina. Pharaohs yeah, of ordering room service. This was, my memory serves me correctly, the 2010 Daytona 500, us at Universal Studios. Great comedy moments. You always remember those. Ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this one, too. All right. Roll yeah. for Nancy. So here we are at Daytona Beach for the race. I'm hungry. I call room service. Why do they get the people who most cannot, you understand them, to the phone for room service? You
4: mean you're working
2: for room service? <laughs> no, it sounds like it. Oh. I mean, this is what really happened when I tried to order breakfast. Okay, Billy, here's a script. I wrote it all down. Okay. You be me.
4: You're not going to be you? No, I'm going
2: to be me being the room service. You be me. Okay? okay. You're okay. me. Well, you're right. They are hard to understand. <laughs> We hadn't even started yet. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Now I started out. Okay. Good morning, Rune sorbies Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I thought I'd <laughs> dial room service. Right, Rune sorbies Morning. Do you wish to order suntine? Uh, yeah. I'd like some bacon and eggs. How'd you lie then? What? Aches. Al July, then, Pride Boy, Pooch. Oh, the eggs. Uh, How do I like them? Uh, Sorry, Uh, scramble, please. Al July, the Bacom, Crease. Chris will be fine. Okay, and Santos? What? Santos, July, Santos. Uh, I don't know, but I don't think so. No, Judo One Toes. Look. I
7: feel
3: really bad about this one.
7: I don't know what judo
2: one toes mean.
3: I'm sorry.
7: Toes, toes. Why'd you don Juan toes?
2: I'll bow. Singlish mopping, we bother. What? Oh, oh,
4: oh. English muffin. I got it. Toast to English muffin. Uh, yeah, uh, English muffin to be fine. We bother. Uh, no, just put the bother on the side. What? Butter. I mean butter. Butter
7: on the side. Copy? I hate to say this, but, uh... Copy, copy. Tea, mill. Oh, coffee,
4: yeah, uh, uh, coffee. Uh, decaf, please. Uh,
2: that's all. One mini. As rune, torino fee, strangle, aches, crease, bacon, tossy, singlish, mopping, we bother, honey, sigh, and copy, right? Uh, whatever you say. Okay, tinjuberry you mud. Uh, you're welcome.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and after that, it came uh, cold oatmeal, half a grapefruit, toast, and hot tea. Murphy uh, <laughs> The Big Show on the radio here for a few more minutes. Right, if you missed uh, some of the Big Show this morning, hey, you missed a bunch, man. We talked to James Gregory earlier on about James' shows coming up. Right on track with Doug Rice, Doug Studios, Charlotte Motor Speedway. What a race is happening this weekend! And have got well, goddamn old oh, Captain Dave Marciano from Hard Merchandise. The National Geographic show, Wicked Tuna, and yeah, Cam, Dave, and uh, Captains of the boats, teamed up with Wounded Warriors, going to have a special show this Sunday night. Uh, National Geographic is nine o'clock Eastern, eight Central. Cam, Dave taking some of our heroes fishing. The Wounded Warriors, good stuff, and the stuff you miss right there. The John Boy Village Late Risers podcast, bad boy should be dropping as soon as randy ups it in about an hour or so
3: yep i Love can you tell me? you
2: something technical but i'm not gonna <laughs> don't need to man just click on that button when they go to thebigshow.com.
4: You get it all all right then. well let's hang it on on billy bitbox is here download your favorite big show bits 99 cents each 15 for 9.99 buy them once play them anywhere find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime's a perfect time for John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JV&B Stuff by phone, 800 471 Stuff. Online services by enemy.com. All
2: right, Dan, have a great rest of your own Thursday. We'll be celebrating Friday and in the Moral Day weekend on tomorrow. We love you and we mean it. Ugh, oh, I'm bored. My feet hurt. I'm too big
11: for the choo choo train. <laughs>
5: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far...